The following program is sponsored by Bell & Pollock PC. Welcome to Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. Attorneys Gary Bell and Brad Pollock are ready to work for you. Reach Gary, Brad, and their team at championsofthepeople.com or by calling 303-795-5900. That's 303-795-5900. Good morning, Colorado. Here we go. The Bell and Pollock Champions of the People Injury Show. Our website, championsofthepeople.com. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. I'm Gary Bell along with Brad Pollock. We bring this show to you each week to educate you and teach you and train you about a different injury subject. Yes, we are injury attorneys. This isn't an injury show. We try to give you the information that you need and want and absolutely have to have to be able to fight these insurance companies that try to defeat and beat your injury claim. It's that simple. That's one of the main reasons we do these shows. We also do other shows as well. We have a live call-in show on Saturday morning as a community service on KHOW to answer your questions on any legal subject, even though we're injury attorneys. That show, 7 o'clock in the morning on KHOW, 6.30 a.m. on the a.m. dial, is a show for you, for the public, to answer your questions on any legal subject, a live show, a live call-in show. And if we can't solve your problem, we'll get you to the place that can. And no, we don't get paid to do that. We do it for you. This show is an injury show, uh, as you know. Today, we're talking about your medical diagnosis and how it affects your injury claim. And that sort of seems like a humdrum topic, medical diagnosis. What's the big deal about that, Gary? What's the big deal about that, Brad? Uh, It's a huge deal in your injury claim. And we're going to take you through it today, and we're going to explain to you the ins and outs. Because a diagnosis is not just always a diagnosis, right? The initial diagnosis is not just always the final diagnosis. What does this all mean on an injury claim? How does it count? How does it relate to the insurance company who has got a strategy and game plan to beat your claim? Right? This is part of a legal game plan for you. We've written a book called Legal Game Plan. You can get it free on our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. You can get it free. You can download an e-copy free if you want a hard copy. All you have to do is call our law firm at 303 795-5900, 795-5900. We have six books. We'll send any or all of them to you for free. Today, we're talking about your diagnosis. It's our typical example of a motor vehicle accident. It can apply to any trauma, though. You're injured in a motor vehicle accident. Maybe you're off to the ER. Maybe you're off to your PCP. You go through follow-up. So, Brad, what's the big deal about diagnoses and diagnosis? And especially, you know, let's kind of start at the emergency room because uh, usually they t- default on a neck problem or low back problem to sprain strain. Well, it 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 is unfortunately the, the the emergency room situation that they don't get that excited about uh, a neck injury or a back injury unless it's crippling and or in case, unless it's really interfering with function. Um, a neck injury and a back injury can interfere with function for the rest of your life, but if it doesn't have significant interference with function or if you're not bleeding and, and needing immediate t- uh, attention in the emergency room, the emergency room is not going to get very excited about a neck injury or back injury that is, is causing pain and causing restricted movement and maybe some weakness. And if it's radiating pain, once again, it's not going to get too excited if it's not causing some kind of emergency uh, injury that needs immediate medical attention. Instead, what they're going to do is they're going to talk to you about uh, th- it could be inflammatory. There could be some problems. They're going to tell you to go go rest, go see what happens, and give your doctor a call if it persists. 
Um, the, the problem with that is the diagnosis that will happen in an emergency room a lot of times is going to be, um, in essence, whiplash. And everybody out there who just heard the word whiplash is prob- just to minimize the injury. And when you minimize the injury, hearing the word whiplash, um, it, it, that's the problem because people don't understand that whiplash has great significance and certain degrees of whiplash can be so debilitating and, be so, and interfere so much in your life that it causes a great deal of problems for you. But when you talk about Gary Asiasi in the emergency room, it starts actually out on the street when they're putting in the ambulance or deciding whether you need to go to the emergency room, whether you check in yourself or go by ambulance, the emergency room gets you there and they're not probably going to even keep you overnight. They're not going to keep you very long. They're going to say, okay, we've checked you. We see what's happened. Uh, You've got some pain. You've got some, uh, at at minimum, you've got a muscle strain. You've got some kind of problems. They're not going to see, and they're probably not going to do the MRIs necessary to find out if you have disc bulge or what's going on in your back um, or in your neck, and they're going to tell you to go home. And the diagnosis is going to be a neck strain, neck sprain, back sprain, back strain, uh, whiplash. And that diagnosis is going to stick with you throughout the entire part of your case. You know, the emergency room doctors do a great job, and, but they are focused on saving your life. And if you don't have a life-threatening, immediate, acute uh, situation, uh, then they do treat you. But they also recommend that you go to your PCP, you follow up with doctors, they give you discharge instructions and that sort of thing. And so, like, if you have a sore neck from a car crash, that's a usual uh, typical injury, a low back injury. Uh, So they call it neck strain, neck sprain. The point that we're making today is the insurance company sees upon the diagnosis that favors them the most, even though that's not the ultimate diagnosis. I'll tell you what, you go to any doctor and you say, I've been in a car accident, uh, my neck is killing me, my neck is hurting. They're not going to immediately order an MRI on most occasions. They're going to give you what? Prescription for what? Muscle relaxants and What? pain medication and so they hope that it solves it goes away sometimes they're going to prescribe physical therapy do you see the point here today is that your initial diagnosis is not always your final diagnosis it's not always the interim diagnosis but uh, i can't tell you how many times brad and i've seen we've been in depositions and they say when you went to the emergency room it was only the next brain strain right well, that's what the doctors default to, right? And so it, you have to develop the, the medicine. Every doctor will tell you they enter, enter into a course and a protocol of treatment. They're going to treat your neck. If you go back for repeated visits and say, my neck is still bothering me, my range of motion, I can't turn my head, I have headaches, that sort of thing, then they're going to do additional tests. So, that, so you know, Brad, let's talk about that because the initial diagnosis is not always the final diagnosis, but that's a fight with the insurance company because it always sees upon the initial diagnosis to try to downplay and beat your injury claim. Sure. This this is where we start with the, uh, the, the really how the, the insurance companies take advantage of what is the normal procedure in the hospital. And, I, you, you know, Gary, you're exactly right. Our emergency doctors do a, a fantastic job. They do a fantastic job of dealing with what they're supposed to deal with. And that's getting the cases out of their out of their emergency room that don't require immediate attention to save a life or to stop significant bleeding or to address an immediate injury that's got to be dealt with. Uh, that does not mean you're not significantly hurt. Even if they're doing x-rays, the doctors are not going to a lot of times see a bulging or herniated disc that's occurred as a result of the crash. That herniated disc could and will adversely affect somebody for the rest of their life. It'll cause them pain. It'll cause them problems. It'll cause them decreased function. It'll cause them d- great difficulty. It'll probably result 
in at least a six-figure surgery or six figures worth of care. They don't see that. That's not what they're doing. That's not what they're trying to do. And so they move that on. That's left for the other doctors. What do, what do insurance companies do? They know that. Insurance companies are well aware of this process. They're educated. They're, they know what's happening. They've got doctors who know that. And those doctors and the insurance companies will turn a blind eye to the truth of what's going on with respect to that. And they'll simply look and say, well, you know, out there on the street, you didn't ask for for an ambulance. Uh, once you got in the emergency room, you said you had some pain, but the doctor d- decided that it was okay to treat you with a little bit of painkiller and send you home or a little bit of muscle relaxant and send you home. The doctors didn't see it even significant enough to keep you there overnight. And then they're looking at your follow-up physician and saying, hey, Mr. Follow-up physician or Mrs. Follow-up physician, you do realize that the emergency room doctor said this was just a whiplash or said this was just a, a sprain strain. As a matter of fact, they love to do that when they get the plaintiff's doctor, who's normally a treating doctor, on the stand. They look and say, Dr. So-and-so, you realize that they were diagnosed with a medical strain uh, at the time in the emergency room. Now, can you tell me what happened between the time of their visit to the emergency room and the time that you saw them two weeks or three weeks later? Because a lot of times, folks, it takes that long to get in to see your primary care physician. And say, well, you don't don't know if something more happened. You don't know what happened during those three weeks. Uh, We do know that the the doctor in the emergency room that saw your your patient right after the crash uh, diagnosed a whiplash. And that's all. They didn't diagnose all these other problems that you're saying were caused by the crash. While they know, they absolutely know that what they're advancing to the jury is just plain false. You know, why are we telling you all this stuff? We're telling, we're telling you, we're educating you on what insurance companies do. You can win this war. It is a war. You can call us anytime at 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Or go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. We'll be glad to talk to you. We preach all the time you must to get to an attorney early. And they say, ah, Gary, Brad. You're just trying to get us to an attorney, so we hire an attorney. Wrong. No. Get to an attorney that actually cares about the steps you have to take and the protocol you have to take, whether or not you ever file a claim, right? You don't have to file a claim when you go to see an attorney. You certainly don't have to file one when you come see Bell and Pollock. You don't even have to hire us. But what we want you to do is know the playing field, know the rules of the road, know the steps. Because if you don't take the interim steps correctly, and if you ever decide to file a claim later, and you haven't done it properly, these insurance companies have a strategy and game plan to beat you. And this is not your field. This is not something you know about day by day, right? So we're trying to educate you, and we're going to teach you. That's one of the reasons we do these shows. So get to an attorney early for a free free initial consultation and a free legal game plan when you come to Bell and Pollock. A game plan telling you how you're going to proceed on this, what are your legal steps you need to take, how to protect your rights, how do you defeat and beat the insurance company that's trying to beat you. It's war, but you can win the war. You can win the war, but you must know what to do. You can't just hope. You can't just guess. You can't just wonder, and you can't just wander through this, trying to navigate this insurance maze in the hope that you're going to be okay, that they're going to pay you, because they're not going to. We've preached that many, many times. Bell and Pollock, go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. All of our books are there. We've written six books. Information for you, right? Free, right? Gary Bell, Brad Pollock, our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We are injury attorneys. Champions of the people. We'll be right back. 
It's Mandy Connell, and it's time for Your Legal Minute, brought to you by my friends at Bell & Pollock. Listen to their show right here on KOA every Saturday at 10 a.m. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is Your Legal Minute. Today, we're talking about MedPay. What is MedPay, by the way? MedPay is on your own car insurance policy. It's there to pay your medical bills in case you're injured in a car crash, a collision. It's there to pay your medical bills, your reasonable and necessary medical bills, and they pay your medical bills regardless of fault. Therefore, you want your med pay as high as you can afford by the highest limits you can get. We say this all the time. And by the way, if the accident is not your fault and you recover money from the at-fault party, then you don't have to pay the med pay back. That's how important this is. Gary Bell, Bell & Pollock, Champions of the People. Give us a call. We'll help you. Bell & Pollock. Find them online at championsofthepeople.com. We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. Fasten your seatbelt. Here we go. The Champions of the People Injury Show. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We have over 30 years of experience each helping individual victims and their families put their lives back together again once somebody's been injured. And let's not kid anybody. Once somebody has been injured, including maybe the, the mom or dad, um, a child, it affects the entire family. And it can for a very, very long time. It can ups, uh, upend the entire quality of life. And you're not just going to sit there and take it. And you're not going to just sit there and wonder what you need to do. Right before the break, we were talking about go to see an attorney. Come to see Bell & Pollock. There's no pressure to file a claim. What we want is to teach you and show you the game plan you need to protect yourself and your family. It's that simple. It's kind of refreshing, actually. We don't sit there and tell you how many verdicts we have and how much and millions of dollars we've done. We don't do that. What we do is give you a significant, substantial, meaningful free initial consultation, and free legal game plan tailored to you. So you must see an attorney early because because the point is, Brad, and we've preached it many, many times, these diagnosis, we're talking about diagnosis today, the initial diagnosis doesn't always equal the interim diagnosis, does not always equal the final diagnosis, but but if you know what to do, and, and you don't want to file a claim or you're on the fence or you don't even think you want to, but if you know what to do and you wake up in six months and your neck now is going to undergo surgery, it's still symptomatic. That's the diagnosis now six months later. The doctor's recommending surgery. If you didn't follow the proper steps and protocol in between the accident and six months, uh, they're going to they're going to attack your claim. Right. I, th- I think quite often insurance companies depend on you acting like most people we think will act and the way most people will act is is something that when you get into a courtroom is usually um, pretty much attacked by the defense counsel and the insurance companies. Um, you know, Gary, you, you said it correctly when you said that you got to get to a lawyer early. Um, understand that doesn't mean you have to make your next call from the um, emergency room to a lawyer. You don't need to make your call from the from from the accident scene to a lawyer. Uh, you know, there's a, we, we, we are available, um, through our office 24 seven with answering service and with lawyers available to take your call, uh, or to return your call in the event you call. Uh, but the, sometimes 
the the impression that's given by some of the ads and some of the things that are on TV is that, man, we're here 24-7, and if you've been in an accident at 1 o'clock in the morning by 1.30, you should have your lawyer already hired. Uh, that's that's not really necessary. What's necessary is you get to a lawyer early in the process, and that being before you start communicating with the insurance companies, before you start talking to the adjusters, before you start giving the adjusters the the, net, the documents that they're asking for, the, the authorizations, the medical releases, the statements that the adjusters are recording and then refuse to give or you have to fight to get back from them uh, before we you can make sure that you're going to get the insurance company or the, the at-fault party's uh, statement, and you can get a copy of their statement. So it's a relative term when you say early. Early in the process is before you start talking to the insurance companies. And early in the process would be you know after you get out of the emergency room and once you get home and if, you know and you've had some time to figure out what's going on with you and you know what's happening in your life and you're dealing with it, give your lawyer a call. Um, and the, your lawyer should get you in to talk to you and say, okay, let's go over what's happened and give you the basics of what's what you're going to be facing. And that's going to be important to, to sit down and talk to you. Um, what's going to be really important is to talk to you about your course of care, uh, your course of treatment. Unfortunately, uh, emergency room doctors don't do that. And, and I say it's unfortunate because emergency room doctors don't have the time to go deeper into your care and discuss with you the plan, the treatment plan that needs to be laid out. And quite often, initially, your doctor can't do that either. But the first step in the plan should be if you continue to have pain, if you continue to have dysfunction, if you continue to have uh, range of motion limitations, if you continue to have those problems, the first step should be is to make an appointment to go see a doctor to address that issue. Right. You know, uh, and you need to get to an attorney early. I mean, it's not an emergency. You don't need to, you don't need to do it in the next 30 minutes, but you, you don't want to wait days and, mo- and weeks and months. You need to understand the rules of the road uh, right away. Now, think about this. We're talking about diagnoses today, right? The diagnosis, the insurance company seizes maybe upon the emergency room records where they said uh, you had a neck sprain strain. That's your, that's your problem. And the insurance company says you should be over with, in six weeks. Think about this a minute. You've heard many times, you probably even experienced, you are a member of your family. You go to the doctor, maybe it's a car crash, maybe it's not. But you go to the doctor, they give you initial diagnosis. They're going to prescribe physical therapy for you. Why? Because they want to see if it makes you better, right? They want to help you. And so they haven't done all the sophisticated MRIs yet. Uh, you've, they've uh, examined you, done a clinical examination, sent, sent you off to physical therapy. Then, you, then they look at the physical therapy notes maybe in four weeks, two weeks, six weeks. Maybe you get uh, therapy prescribed two, two times a week for eight weeks. Does it help you? Have you improved or not? You go back to the doctor, I'm still having these symptoms. Okay, maybe we need to do something different. It's not helping you. I sent you off to physical therapy. Your next symptoms still prevail. They still kill you. So it is an ongoing, continuing problem, right? Think about this. You might treat with this doctor for four or five or six more months, and they might say, okay, I'm going to give you a referral to a neurosurgeon. You need to go to a neurosurgeon. You need to go to a spine surgeon. Well, that wasn't the diagnosis in the beginning, was it? That now we're getting to the real, true diagnosis. That's what we're trying to teach you today. That's what makes the um, these claims uh, 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 give you honest compensation. That's how that's how you can defeat the insurance company. 
And, you know, let's let's be honest about this. The doctors care about you, but they want to go through a conservative protocol of treatment to maybe get to the bottom line. If if you're still having symptoms in six months, maybe it has to change. Or in two months, maybe it has to change. Maybe the protocol and treatment has to change. But, Brad, you, you know these insurance companies, they assign value to the diagnosis, and it's hard sometimes to get them off the initial diagnosis and, and get them to the point where they understand uh, there's going to be surgery. But that's a war you can win, and you can call us anytime at 303 795 5900. But that, let's talk about that war, Brad, and let's talk about how you can win it. Well, it, it is a war, and it's a war because the diagnosis get assigned. And sometimes the, the reason that diagnosis or that name was put on your injury as it was is because you've got doctors who are uh, seeing it differently and treating it differently and how they're going to address it. Um, I, you know, I, I can't say to you enough that even if you've if you had a crash six months ago and you've been treating out there, if you've been treating, or even if you haven't been treating and you had a crash six months and you're still in pain, uh, and you know, so you haven't gotten to anybody early, still come see us. Give us a call. Don't don't think your case is gone. Don't think it's there's nothing there. Um, to the contrary, uh, that you you still have the right to pursue your case. There is a statute of limitations of three years. And I know you shouldn't wait three years to treat and then think something's going to happen. But if you've had a delay in treatment, if you've had a gap in treatment, still come see us. Don't think, well, I might as well give it up and just throw it away. Um, it's, it's necessary to look and see what the doctor's been doing or why you haven't seen the doctor or what you've been living with and how you've been living with it and, and what you've been doing to try to address it. Uh, the, the important part is, is that we like to think that most people if they've been living in persistent and consistent pain for an, an extended period of time and they know it's as a result of a crash or as a result of a trauma that has occurred in their life are going to seek out some kind of medical care at some point and they're going to want to talk to a doctor and that doctor is going to give a preliminary diagnosis. Now, most doctors will tell you and, they, and what you find out is most doctors will start with the most conservative treatment and work up. Uh, it's a it's a protocol that's well recognized by the physicians and by the, the medical society. It's also a protocol that's well recognized uh, by insurance companies. Um, so they know that you start with the most conservative treatment. Why? Because you don't go to the knife right away. You just don't start cutting. Now, all that can change, Gary, if they take a look at an MRI and find something that says, nope, we got we got to do surgery right now. Right. I mean, it, it, they can do an MRI, and they can, they can say earlier in, in the process you need surgery. So they can say it even in the emergency room. But the usual typical protocol is they default to sprain strain in the neck, sprain strain of the low back, lumbar area, and then you go through your course of treatment. And the insurance companies always want to take the position, well, and they're doctors. You should hear their doctors testify, right? Well, I've examined the records of uh, injured person XYZ, and they should have been over this in six weeks. Well, but they're not. And the doctors understand that, but the insurance company doctors, they try to, to use it against you. You should be over this because most people, most people, listen to those words, most people are over this, but that doesn't mean 100% of the people, right? Now, if you ignore what we're saying if you go down the road you still should seek the service of an attorney but if these symptoms persist after two months six months a year and you didn't follow the proper protocol and procedures the insurance company has the upper hand that's how they try to beat and and, and defeat your injury injury claim and brad let's just talk real real briefly before the break uh, we got coming up let's, let, let's talk about the fact that they do have doctors that attack these claims and the doctors that say you should just be over this well sure um doctors uh, people go to medical school quite often 
uh, to help people, and they also go to his medical school to make money. And a number of these doctors have decided that the best and easiest way to make money is to affiliate with insurance companies and say people aren't hurt or say if they were hurt, they should have recovered from those injuries. And, and you know, they, they find it very important to work for the insurance companies who paid them literally millions of dollars to give opinions. And those opinions are consistently in favor of the insurance company which is kind of odd, but they're consistently in favor of the insurance company because they make sure that they're going to get additional referrals from the insurance company. So you get an, you get an x-ray uh, at some point in time in the emergency room or later in your protocol of treatment, and it's negative. It doesn't show anything, right? And so the insurance company says, what's your problem? Is that the end of the story? No. Is that the end of the story for your doctor who's treating you? No. You're still symptomatic. You're still reporting symptoms. You're still having brain and motion problems. You're still having problems with your activities of daily living, Correct. Oh, but your x-ray was negative. It didn't show anything. Your MRI was negative. It didn't show anything. That's not the end of the story. Next up, we'll tell you the end of the story. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people. We'll be right back. Honey, the kids are going nuts. Everybody's stir-crazy. And my patience is running thin. It's almost lunchtime. Why don't we go to Caitlin's? Their food is amazing. And they have those awesome baskets filled with fun to keep the kids pacified and entertained. Oh, that sounds perfect. What is it you like to get there again? Ooh, for starters, I love their green chili and chicken nachos. Then, I usually get most queso with the ground chuck patty, cheddar, and jack cheese. Diced onions, tomatoes, and green chilies between two warm flour tortillas. Served at the side of green or red chili. Yum! What about you? Well, I'm famished, so I think I'll get one of their 13 sandwiches. Hmm, maybe I'll get one of each. And I, and I love the way you can get their sandwiches made into wraps instead. Maybe one of their bacon green chili cheeseburgers or their salads. Or, Honey, rain it in. Kids, we're going to Caitlin's. Caitlin's Restaurant at the corner of Mississippi and South Birch Street, just east of Colorado Boulevard in Glendale. Open Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 2 p.m. and Saturday and Sunday, 6 a.m. to 3 p.m. Caitlin's Restaurant. You'll love it every bite of the way. We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. Here we go. The Champions of the People Injury Show. We are the Champions of the People. Gary Bell, Brad Pollock. Our law firm is Bell and Pollock. We have offices in Denver and Steamboat Springs. We do cases all over the state of Colorado and have for over 30 years, and we help injured victims just like you put your life back together again, help you navigate this insurance maze, obtain fair and complete compensation to protect you and your family. Pretty much that simple. If you come to see us, we'll give you a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan. We wrote a book called Legal Game Plan. You can get it free at our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com, or you can call our office and we'll send you a hard copy of any of our books, including Legal Game Plan, 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Today we're talking about diagnosis. Is it important? Yes. Is the initial diagnosis the final diagnosis? No. Is the interim diagnosis the final diagnosis? No. You know... Your doctor gives you a protocol of treatment, a course of treatment over days, weeks, or months. You know 
that they might do additional tests, and you know they might give you a referral to a specialist like a neurologist or a neurosurgeon or a spine surgeon. We all know that. The insurance companies know that. So then they want to seize on the first initial diagnosis when that's not the one that's favorable to you, and it's not the real final true diagnosis. So we've been talking about how the emergency room records are important, a uh, legal game plan. But let's talk about this diagnosis situation. You know, it's a foundation of a large part of your injury claim. You need to be able to prove it. But you also need to be able to prove what your future looks like. Right. And the diagnosis is a very important part of what they're going to look at. And um, if you're, what, probably 30 or older, they're, they're, chances are there's going to be some degeneration in your back. And in your, in your spinal cord, and there's going to be a diagnosis somewhere along the line of stenosis or degenerative disc disease or some other kind of diagnosis that's going to indicate that you had some kind of uh, some kind of de- deterioration or you're having some kind of deterioration. I mean, that's what everybody has now. Um, the, the the defense lawyers and the defense doctors are going to act like you're the only one that's ever had this and or if you've had or that's the reason you're in pain and that everybody who goes through this kind of degeneration is going to have pain. And by gosh, it was just, um, I guess, circumstance, fate, that it happened at the same time as the crash and that it's continued since the crash. Um, but the crash most certainly didn't cause it. It was because you already had this degeneration. And therefore, um, the, the, their diagnosis is always going to be one of, uh, there's a million things that caused it, but it certainly wasn't the crash. And by the way, the, you're saying you had pain at the time of the crash is normal, um, but the, you're saying you had pain after the crash is one of a couple of things. If you, um, if, if you didn't seek and continue to seek on a regular basis care, then you didn't really have the pain and you're just faking it. You hooked up with this uh, sh- slipshod lawyer and now you're with the, these lawyers that, and, that, that are going to uh, convince you that you have this pain and are telling you how to make money. Or they're going to say, um, if, you, if you did continue to get care, uh, you should have recovered and you're just doing this so you can make money. And if you still have the pain, then it must be from the you're just the the way you are. That's your your physical makeup. And by gosh, the we we most certainly didn't cause it because everybody knows that a car crash doesn't cause injuries. I'm telling you what, if we could ever sit down with you and show you some of the transcripts of the depositions we've taken of these defense insurance doctors, in many instances, it would be just laughable. You, you would read the words. And go, I can't believe this. Example, defense doctor, doctor, ma'am, you examined all the medical records of this injured person, correct? Yes. Uh, now, your opinion is that this, uh, this crash that happened at 25 miles an hour didn't cause, didn't cause any of the injuries, correct? Yes. Well, what caused them? I don't know. Well, do you see the, the previous uh, existing condition? There was no previous existing condition prior to this crash. I see that. And you see the symptoms started in the emergency room and followed up with the PCP and the symptoms remained. I see that. But it's still your opinion that the crash did not cause these symptoms in the neck, range of motion problems, quality of life problems, soreness, pain, daily. That's correct. Well, what caused it? I don't know. But it wasn't the crash. You, you would not believe the words you would read. And so if you understand how they're going to track, attack your diagnoses, you know, and sometimes they say the doctor got the wrong diagnosis. 
sometimes say you, the doctor got the right diagnosis. Let's talk about that in a minute, Brad. They got the right diagnosis, but you should have been over this by now. And now the diagnosis changed. And now that somebody recommended surgery to you and you don't need surgery, that, that's, just, that's just not right. Well, that's exactly it. They're, they're going to say, oh, no, you know, come on. If you, if you did get an injury from all this, it, it just most certainly could not have been something that you shouldn't have overcome quickly. And uh, you're malingering. You're continuing to have these problems because you're looking for money, and that's the real reason that you're you're continuing to do this. Uh, this is a simple injury that you should have recovered from, and you should have been okay. Um, and you, you know the doctor that was treating you did everything right. Uh, everything's been appropriate. There's nothing that shows up on the films to explain your pain. And when there's nothing that shows up on the film to explain your pain and the doctor is treating you and the doctor is determined that what your injuries are and how best to treat you and has been giving you appropriate treatment, you should have responded and your response should have been that you're fine and you've recovered 100%. And because you've recovered 100%, you should be on your way. Now, the fact that you're not is once again only because of the courts. It's only because of your lawyers. It's only because of money. It's only because you want to try to get money and you want to try and take advantage of the system and you want to try and get something for an injury that doesn't exist. That's what they're going to say. And the amazing part of it is is that you can usually, 99.9% of the time, depend on that statement and that in, in that kind of opinion, like clockwork from the doctors. I mean, Gary, you and I could probably sit, sit down and list at least 12 to 15 doctors that we can tell you they're going to say those exact words or that, that exact statement, or they're going to take that exact line, regardless of who goes to see them, regardless of the case, regardless of what's going on. The only thing those 12 doctors would have in common uh, among themselves is the fact that they're getting paid by insurance companies and you're not even allowed in the jury in court and in front of the jury to point out they're being paid by insurance companies instead you're only allowed to point out that they're being paid by the defense lawyers right you can call us anytime at 303 795 5900 that's 795 5900 or go to our website championsofthepeople.com all of our books are there they're all free i just gave you an example of a doctor that said uh, the the symptoms or the injuries or the crash did not cause those injuries i don't know what did but it, i know they were they were simultaneous with the crash i know they were reported i know there was no pre-existing condition but it's my opinion as the insurance company doctor that the crash didn't cause those those symptoms it must be something else I gave you that example. Here's another one. Sometimes these doctors, and Brad and I know them very well, these insurance company doctors say, okay, I'll admit, I'll agree that uh, this person XYZ was injured in the crash. I'll admit they had some transient, superficial symptoms in the emergency room when these symptoms are anything but transient and superficial. I'll admit that as the insurance company doctor. But they should have been over this in six weeks. And so what they do right there is try to cut off your future, right? We've told you the damages that you can recover from are the past and the future. So they give you the injury in the emergency room, but they try to cut off your future re request for damages. You might have to have surgery in the future, but it certainly wasn't caused, by, in their opinion, by this accident. And so you should be over this by now. Brad, let's talk about that a second. You should have recovered. Most people should have recovered. The implication is you're lying. You're faking. You're making it up. You're a fraud. Right. Because of these doctors, there's no such thing as a permanent injury. 
There's no such thing as an extended injury. There is no such thing as that. Once again, the thing they have in common is the money they're getting from the insurance companies, the money they're getting from the doc, from, from the defense lawyers. And they all have that in common. Uh, then they look at it from their diverse areas, their diverse manners of looking at it, and they all come up with the same thing. You should be better. There's nothing that is long-term about this. Uh, and because you should be better, uh, why aren't you better? Well, there's no reason. That's what they'll say. There's no reason why you shouldn't be better except for one. That's all they ever point to is there's only one. And that's because you're trying to get money. And why they're saying that, they, they fail to even look in the mirror and recognize that the reason they continually say the same tune over and over and over with everybody they get is because they are getting money. And that's what they are doing. So it's, it, it's, it's one of those situations where when you get into a crash and you get hurt, you, it's important that the, you document and that you're able to document what's going on in your life, how you've gotten treated, where you've gotten your treatment, that you make sure you've got doctors who understand trauma-related injuries, who understand how to care for them, and understand that these conditions can be continuing. And know that your diagnosis can change from your initial diagnosis to an interim diagnosis or diagnoses, more than one, right? You can have a brachial plexopathy, and you can have on the lumbar spine anterior thesis or retrolisthesis. And they always say, well, uh, you had that before. Yeah, that was a congenital uh, situation you had in your spine at birth. That can't be pro- the problem. The problem was it wasn't symptomatic. It's like dormant latent arthritis. You don't ever feel it till boom, you're hit. Now you feel it. Now it's symptomatic, and now it won't go away. Just like retrolisthesis, just like anterior right? Maybe you have brachial plexopathy. You have to know the medicine. Your attorney has to know the medicine. You need to present your claim and pursue your claim and not listen to these insurance companies and these insurance doctors. And don't you dare let them take advantage of you. And one of the ways you're not going to is you're going to give us a call. You're going to come in for a free initial consultation and a free legal game plan. You don't have to file an insurance claim. You might later, but if you do the proper steps in between during the interim, then you'll be protected. Bell and Pollock, champions of the people. The more you know. We'll be right back. I am Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell and Pollock. This is your legal minute. We're talking about emergency room visits. We're talking about car crashes and your injuries. When you go to the emergency room, it's a traumatic event. You're probably not thinking clearly. You need to remember to try to tell the doctors all your legitimate symptoms that you're feeling. Many times the symptoms get missed. They get missed in the ambulance ride. They get missed once you get to the emergency room. You don't remember to tell them about your ankle or your low back or your hip. They're concentrating on your neck. Maybe they're worried about your spinal cord. Maybe they're worried about a brain bleed. They're doing MRIs. They might do a CT scan. The insurance companies try to use these records against you when you're in your weakest moment. We can help you. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com. Give us a call. Bell and Pollock. Find them online at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell and Pollock. We are injury attorneys. This is your legal minute. You know, I tell you what, when you sit down to make a recipe, do you follow the recipe? Do you use the right ingredients, the right amounts of ingredients? The cooking instructions, same thing for a legal game plan. You've been injured, you need a legal game plan. You need to understand what the steps are. You need to understand what the ingredients to success are. You need to know the steps. 
the sequence of the steps, what to do and how the insurance company is going to try to beat you with their own insurance game plan against you. You need your own legal game plan. You can't guess. You wouldn't guess at a recipe. You have legal game plans and you have game plans in sports. Sometimes the game plans have to be adjusted at halftime. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com. We have a legal game plan for you. Bell and Pollock. Find them online at championsofthepeople.com. We're back with Champions of the People, the Bell and Pollock Injury Show. For over three decades, the personal injury attorneys at Bell and Pollock have provided compassionate, personalized legal service. Put their experience to work for you. Go to championsofthepeople.com or call 303-795-5900. So what's the big deal about diagnoses? We're talking about diagnoses today and how it relates to your injury claim and how you can legitimately and should legitimately use your proper diagnoses to defeat the insurance company. But you have to know the rules, and you will know the rules. Bell and Pollock, 303-795-5900, our website, championsofthepeople.com. All of our books are there. All the information is there. When you open up our website, there's a button you can hit right there to listen to our show of what you need to know before you ever talk to the insurance adjuster at the first phone call after a crash, after an accident. Wouldn't that be nice to know? Why do we do that? We want you to know. We want you to have the information. We want you to be protected. We want you to win this war. 303-795-5900. We're talking about diagnoses today. There can be all kinds of diagnoses. Doctors can come up with different diagnoses. They can have a, an ongoing uh, diagnosis. It changes. You can have referred pain, radiculopathy. What does that mean? You can have damage to the innervation of the discs. What does that mean on your diagnosis? You can have herniated discs, bulging discs. Herniated nucleus pulposus. Those are your diagnoses. What do they mean? How is the insurance company doctor going to try to cut it off? You know, we've seen them do it many, many times, and they say you should be over this, or you don't really need surgery. They, know, they owe no duty to you when they say this. They can't be responsible or liable to you when they say this. You need to understand that. All right, Brad, let's talk about a legal game plan. So we, we preach this all the time. You can get a free legal game plan when you come to see us. You can get our book called Legal Game Plan on our website, championsofthepeople.com. Every case is unique. You come into the law firm. Every case is unique. It's unique to you. So wouldn't you think you need a unique legal game plan to the way the accident happened, to your past, to your medical condition, and your future? Well, sure. You, you have to have an, uh, some kind of game plan. You have to understand how you're going to address this matter. And the uniqueness starts with when you come to see us. Again... I'm going to say to you, if you if you had a, a crash six months ago, if you had a crash a year ago and you're still in pain, don't think all is lost and just forget it and don't come see anybody. Come see us. Give us a call. Talk to us. Let us sit down with you and figure out what's going on in your case, what's going on with your care, and what's happened. Uh, it's not all is lost. We can still help you, and we want to help you. Uh, as for it, you know those of you who haven't been in a crash yet, Yes, get to us in a timely manner to come talk to us. Uh, let's sit down and go over what's happening and discuss it with you and explain to you what's what's occurring as it's occurring and what's about to happen and how you can avoid the 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 traps that are laid out there by insurance companies that want to take advantage of your lack of knowledge, your lack of experience, your lack of understanding of the judicial system of the of the of the of the, of the what I call the personal injury system and how it's supposed to be dealt with. It's very important 
that you sit down with a lawyer and you understand what's about to happen and what your protections are. And it's also important that you understand what your basic rights are. Uh, there, there's protections for your medical history. There are certain things that insurance companies just aren't entitled to know. And believe me, insurance companies and defense lawyers love to get whatever information they can, even if it's stuff they're not entitled to know. If they can get it and use it against you, they will. And you need to understand what's happened. Our Congress went through uh, uh, the effort to pass the HIPAA protections, uh, the, the Medical Privacy Act, to be able to allow you to have a health care privacy. And then the, uh, insurance companies and defense lawyers and, de- and defense doctors walk through that like it means nothing. They could care less about it. And, and what did they do then? They put you in a situation where you've now had to give up maybe your medical history and your private information, maybe your family's medical history and private information, and all for the sake of them searching for that needle in a haystack that they can use to blame your injuries when they know darn good and well that your, your symptoms. And Gary, you know, you said an important thing. It's, we have conditions and we have medical conditions but the real question is the symptoms and when did the symptoms come on? And you, I, I know you're sitting out there thinking this is impossible. How can doctors and lawyers and insurance companies see that a person it gets it is has these symptoms, this pain immediately after a car crash and it continues from there? And then sit there and say, it wasn't the car crash that caused it, but it was something else about you, a physical makeup you had that had been in existence for five years prior to the crash. But they do it. So it's so important that you sit down with lawyers who know what they're doing and can discuss it with you. You can win this war, 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Call us anytime. Free initial consultation, free legal game plan. And I'm not talking about a 10-minute visit. I'm talking about maybe a half hour to hour and a half free initial consultation. Meaningful, significant to you. you got to have a game plan. you got to have a game plan as to how the accident happened. And today we're talking about diagnoses. You now know. You say, okay, Gary, Brad, I got it. The initial diagnosis uh, is not always the interim diagnosis. is not always the final diagnosis. I got it. We, we appreciate that. I got it. The insurance company is going to try to seize on the initial diagnosis and or deny the injuries ever happened or, or say that you should have been over it by now. I understand that. You've explained it and I've got it. So what do I do? You, you have to have a game plan, right, as to your final diagnosis to be able to present your claim, prove it, prove it came from the car crash, prove it came from the trauma, pr- prove your injuries, have a game plan tailored to you your own unique makeup, your own unique situation, your own unique medical condition, and what your future holds because the insurance companies want to cost, cut it off uh, the, your future because why? Because future costs more money. Uh, let's just talk about that a second. Bad diagnoses, sometimes they're permanent. You know, if, you, if you're treating and you've got six months, a year under your belt, most orthopedic doctors on most uh, injuries say it's permanent. And that's what the future is all about. But you need a legal game plan to do it. Right. You're going to have some degree of permanency. If you've been properly caring for yourself, you've been following the doctor's plan, if the doctor's plan has been appropriate and you're still hurting, especially if you're still hurting and you're still having problems six months later, chances are you're going to be facing and you are facing a permanent injury and you're facing a permanent symptom that you're going to have to deal with the rest of your life. 
because if they haven't gone away in six months with appropriate care, then you're looking at the fact that that's probably a permanent injury. Now, how are you going to put that into money? How are you going to determine how you get fairly compensated for that? How are you going to determine if you're sitting there right now and you're you're thinking I'm 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 healthy, I don't have any pain, and and if somebody's going to run a, a stop sign or somebody's going to crash into the back of me or somebody's not going to take care of their property, I'm going to get hurt, and now I'm going to have this pain in my back for the rest of my life, the rest of my life regardless of what care. And if I do have care, the chances are somewhere down the road in 10 or 15 years, I'm going to have to have an invasive surgery that's going to cost me 50, 75, $100,000. And when you're seeing that, what, what can you do about it? The only thing you can do about it is you got to go see a lawyer. Another one, uh, take this for example, some people, they struggle through the injury, right? And uh, in the back of their mind, and they tell us this all the time, in the back of their mind that, you know, I'm going to work every day, but when I come home, I'm, I'm exhausted, I'm spent, I'm totally spent, I can't do anything, but I go to work. And so the insurance company says, what's your problem? You go to work every day, you work. Eight hours a day, you haven't missed any work. You can't be injured. You can't have a claim. Yeah, but I'm worried about my future. What's going to happen to me in 20 years, 10 years, 30 years? Am I still going to be able to work? What are the government statistics and experts say about injuries affecting you as you as you age? Right? Well, that's why they that's why they want to cut the injuries off after 6 weeks. That's why they want to say these insurance doctors say, uh, yeah, yes you were injured but it's really no big deal and by the way most people are, should be over it and since most people should be over it um, you should be too. It all deals with the future. You need a legal game plan. Right. And so you can go to our website, championsofthepeople.com, and you can download our book, Legal Game Plan, for free, or you can call our law firm and we'll send you one for free. Uh, so, Brad, let's talk about this. Uh, we'll kind of wrap it up on these diagnoses. You, you, you have the initial diagnosis. You're not going to let them uh, beat you on that one. You're not going to let them shove it down your throat. you got to concentrate on, on the final diagnosis and what it means. All right. Don't let the diagnosis rest at the emergency room. Or from the ambulance, okay? Once you get into the emergency room, understand what the emergency room is about. It's a triage place. It's not something to look at long-term diagnosis. Uh, one, if, if they look at you and say, this is what we suspect, this is what you've got, let them tell you what to do and follow their directions and read the instructions on the discharge. And you're going to see that those instructions say if the pain persists, you've got to get in touch with your doctor or get in touch with the doctor. Uh, Don't just think, well, they said it's just a whiplash or a strain. It'll go away and just keep living with it and keep living with it and keep living with it. The diagnosis is probably going to change because there's something else there. They have not gone through all the necessary differential diagnosis and all the different testing and all the different diagnostics to find out. They know you're alive. They know you're ambulatory. They know you can go home. They know you can do things. They can give you some muscle relaxants and pain. You can function. But they make it clear to you in their writing that if you have additional and continued pain, go see a doctor. You know, you're going to fall off of your chair when you say, and you see that they say, well, you had congenital defects in your spine, and you had you had no symptoms for 29 years of your life, but now you have the car crash, but you have symptoms, so it must be a congenital problem. Can't be the car crash. You're going to fall off your chair when you hear this, and you're going to fall off your chair when you got symptoms six months, a year after the crash, and you're still treating, and you and maybe you're undergoing injection protocol of therapy, and they say it, it can't be the accident, and you should have been over this anyway. But I never had it before. Well, you had osteophytes. You had arthritis. But it was dormant. I had no symptoms. 
you can win this war. 303-795-5900. That's 795-5900. Go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. Get any of our books. Come see us. We will lead you down the straight path to navigate the insurance maze for you with a legal game plan tailored to you. 303-795-5900. Bell and Pollock, Champions of the People. We'll see you next week.